Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Thursday, July 8th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, President Joe Biden's changing position on Afghanistan. Number two, the latest on capital security with the wall coming down. And number three, reporter David Drucker of the Washington Examiner is coming out with a new book on the future of the GOP. All right, let's get into it. The number one story, Jake, Joe Biden is going to be making a big speech on Afghanistan. It comes as obviously U.S. troops are pulling out of the country after a very long and protracted war. Uh, the top of Punchable News AM really examines his changing position, how he was basically for the war before he was against it. Yeah, so I mean, uh, we Brez and I, John Bresnan and I were talking about this late last night and... Um, you know, he makes the good point that, you know, Joe Biden in 2002, when he was chairman of the Senate Foreign, for, the, the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, um, was was kind of reassuring the Afghani people and the American people and, and partners around the world that the United States would stay the course in Afghanistan, um, that they would not cut and run, that they would not be there uh, momentarily. Um, and... Uh, uh, I think twenty. It's safe to say twenty years later, his his position has changed. I mean, that's not a that's not a short period in time of of time in which his 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 mind has changed. But it's important to note, I would say that um, that he's coming out today and he's going to be trying to reassure both the Afghani people and the world stage that America's leaving but is not giving up on Afghanistan. There's going to be mutual security cooperation uh, logistically, if not by by troops, and there's going to be uh, uh, aid to the Afghani people. But, Anna, I just think the politics of this have changed and, and people are tired after this long-scale war uh, in the Middle East and death and destruction. I think people are not as interested as they as they might have been otherwise in in uh, uh, the U.S.'s role there. Yeah, I think to your point, though, it, to me, it's just such a politically steep challenge, right? You, it, He's pulling these troops out. There's a lot of criticism or kind of, you know, second guessing about how fast that's happening. I think it's important to remember, obviously, that former President Donald Trump had planned an even faster withdrawal from Afghanistan than Biden. But he this is going to be truly one of those foreign policy decisions that he is going to own, that his presidency is going to uh, certainly be judged upon. And it will really depend upon what happens uh, in Afghanistan, how long, uh, you know, the leadership can stay in place. There's been a lot of uh, consternation that that could uh, flip very quickly. So uh, the question is going to be, you know, he's going to try, Biden today is going to try to kind of express that commitment to continuing to secure uh, the Afghani people. But there's going to be a, a lot of, I probably not any criticisms too difficult too much, but maybe skepticism in Congress about how to move on. What is the strategy there? And I would expect that to continue on both sides of the aisle. I would say one more thing, Anna, and I think this is a, this is the most important political aspect, which we wrote this morning, is that the whatever happens next in Afghanistan, Biden's going to own in what some way, shape, or form, right? Like he's this is all going to be held at his at his feet, at his um, um, it's all going to be. He, he's going to be blamed or got the or get the credit. And it doesn't look I mean, listen, it doesn't look like this government is going to last for much longer. So um, both in the, the immediate short term and the long term, um, this is on Joe Biden. 
All right, let's go into the number two story of the day, something we have been focused on for quite a while, the post-January 6th reality. The There was an announcement made yesterday. The fence is finally going to be gone. That's that protective ring around the Capitol that has been in place um, you know, for six months. And the sergeant at arms sent a memo yesterday talking about its removal. Certainly, you know, the latest step where things, at least in terms of the security front, feels like it's a little bit back to business as usual. Yeah, that's right. I mean, so on the security front, um, the the fence had come to symbolize the kind of militarized nature of the Capitol, and it's coming down. Um, and that's going to be a good sign for a lot of people. There are still plenty of members that I talk to that are quite nervous here and that are uh, not interested in, in in lessening the security posture. And Capitol Police, frankly, says they're not lessening the security posture. They're just changing the security posture. Fair enough. Few things to keep in mind here. Um, security spending bill still has not passed the Senate. $1.9 billion still stuck in the Senate. Um, and uh, still mags outside the House of Representatives. Still uh, um, just a, a much more secure capital, we hope, it seems like, since January 6th. So uh, I, I have to imagine that this is going to continue to be in the limelight. Yogananda Pittman, the interim chief of the Capitol Police, who many people do not expect to be the full-time chief of the Capitol Police, and I think it's it, that's just assumed, uh, she is going to be under pressure to testify. I imagine she'll be up on Capitol Hill in the next couple uh, uh, weeks to testify on this matter. Yeah, and I mean, to your point, it was really the symbolism of it. But as we wrote, I mean, it's kind of, you know, earlier this week, it was a six month anniversary of the actual January 6th attack. And the fact that the fence goes down doesn't mean that the security is limited. And in fact, you, we've, we wrote about how the fact that the Capitol Police are now going to have outposts in Florida and California, really a nod to the fact that the threat is not just on the physical building of the Capitol, but on members of Congress themselves when they're in D.C., of course, but also when they're back home. And I think also just the the kind of the nature of that I don't think you can underscore. And I think it's hard to really realize unless you're up in the Capitol and talking to members all, all the time is just how tense it is between Republicans and Democrats and the fact that they haven't been able to come together when it, when we think about the select committee, when you think of, you know, actual security funding. I mean, things are at a pretty all time low, despite the fact that the fence is coming down. Yeah, that's, I think that's right. And I think that um, that's not going to change. That's more of an endemic problem with the, in the Capitol. All right, let's on the number three story of the day. Our friend David Drucker of the Washington Examiner, someone we've known for a lot of years, uh, is the kind of reporter who's in the Capitol all the time. And he is writing a book about the future of the Republican Party. Another book in the canon of future of the Republican Party by Drucker, who's uh, a very good reporter, a very sharp political mind, um, uh, you know, I think there's been enough ink spilled on the glut of political books, but this should be a bit different. This is not looking back. This is looking forward. Um, uh, and looking forward is a good idea at this point because there is a forward and there is a um, a, uh, a, a presidential primary, frankly, that's going to start that's going to start happening in some ways next year in the midterm elections when we see candidates running around the country and trying to help uh, uh, Republicans win back the House and and the Senate. Um, so a, a timely book by here by Drucker. A deal was cut by Javelin, kind of a powerhouse in political book uh, agent 
agency dealing, <laughs> if that's the right the right term. Big political uh, agent. I like agency uh, agent. dealing. <laughs> agency good. dealing is the actual technical term, I think. Um, but uh, Javelin did the book. Twelve is publishing it out in October, I believe. And um, uh, uh, you should order it. We put the link in Punchbowl News this morning. Yep, it's called In Trump's Shadow, The Battle for 2024 and the Future of the GOP. Look forward to reading that one. And with that, thanks so much for listening. Please leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.